0: welcome back everybody to thanks for your concern you're here with berenice and i'm ella it's officially spooky season spooky (laughs) my favorite i actually love spooky season do you feel like during spooky season it's extra spooky because your seasonal depression just like lurks back in and you start feeling like
1: you're going to die so i work from home in like (laughs) a well-lit basement and (laughs) this well-lit basement is not as nice as the office Avi. but yeah it definitely reminds me of like the darkest days like last year when we were working in the office like i swear to god because of my commute bitch i'm talking hour and a half each way right so it was hella spooky because i didn't see sunlight unless i went on a walk in the middle of the day
0: you know what's scary that wasn't last year that was two years ago (laughs)
1: time is flying well that's spooky that's scary that this is that this is fucking the time's going by that quickly jesus christ
0: pandemic is never gonna end oh my
1: god well you guys we have a really exciting episode we're doing like spooky season and we're gonna talk about things in society that spook us out (laughs) they're spooky wooky, a little scary (laughs)
0: <laughs> like institutionalized racism
1: yeah like that's so scary and spooky <laughs> to think about so this is our spooky special
0: <laughs> no, other than uh seasonal depression how you been
1: well berenice was in town or is in town I, I'm, I'm here yeah i'm in
0: seattle <laughs>
1: yeah. and uh we had like a such a fun saturday like that was like an epically fun saturday like so that lifted my spirits A little bit, but we
0: hit the rally of the century. Oh yeah. My dumbest decided, yes, let's do bottomless mimosas at ten a.m. Why? Unclear. Unclear the reasoning behind the 10 a.m. bottomless mimosas. Followed by a college football game, which I have disenfranchised. Like I can't even remember my four years of college anymore. Did I black them out for trauma? Unclear. But I'm just gonna I'm rolling with it, you know?
1: I know. (laughs) Like I used to really be into football, but like now I just am like there's so much going on in the world. Like, I literally can't put energy into this. Like, I have to protect my energy. So, like, if the Cougs lose or the Cougs win, it means nothing to me anymore. Could care less. You know? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I did hit a quick, a, a quick, a quick yak and a nap and then got up and we went to a rave. That was the situation. It was the rally of the century. Personally, I'm not one to puke and rally. Okay. It's yeah. a, puke and, a puke and die. A puke yeah. and I'll see you in two days because I'm going to be unwell. But my sister had bought me these tickets and she seemed generally excited about going. And I had like cahoots all of my friend group into going. So I felt like literally I was crying like before I went to sleep, I told an hour nap and I was like I was like I don't want to disappoint everybody because I'm the life of the party they're never
1: <laughs> gonna be able to have fun without me <laughs> that was a lit concert it was honestly the first rave I've been to in two years it was fun it was pretty fun
0: <laughs> well should we hop into the episode let's do it right,
1: you guys. Spooky season. This is the time where you can, you know, if you want to tell us your spooky times, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. We'll have like a little post about like, what scares you? What's your biggest fear?
0: For me, one of them is like, honestly, the doctor as a whole fear. One, because... I know that brown women or women overall, they don't get listened to like that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like, sometimes I'm like, what if something is actually wrong and this motherfucker doctor don't believe me or don't listen? Because I remember a few years ago, I had gone in because I have like issues with my period Mm -hmm. with my women's health sometimes and I'm like, could I have this? And she was like, there's no way. Like years have gone by and I'm like convinced I have something going on, you know, like something that was over it was an oversight for years
1: you're gonna find that a lot of these uh, circle back to anxiety so if you're like you guys are just <laughs> fucking anxious about everything we like are kind of aware you're right.
0: <laughs> yeah you're right did society make us this way yeah are these fears totally irrational no
1: no that's the funny <laughs> part i've always been really scared of like getting pregnant
0: yeah me <laughs> too tell me why. i have hate the thing is i hate birth control like literally it mm-hmm. i feel like it's ruining my life however the fear of being pregnant is bigger than my dislike of birth control oh yeah <laughs> do you feel and like you know everyone is like
1: well you can just use condoms it's like yes but if anything happens then i have to freak out for weeks at a time and second of all, they're like, well, there's plan B. Yeah, last time I took plan B, I don't know why. I, like, took it and I had to go to work. And I fucking, like, I'm not going to say I hallucinated, but I got very lightheaded, very, like, I might die today. So <laughs> I, ne- I was like, I'm never doing that again.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a shit ton of hormones, isn't it? Just, like, estrogen times 10? Yeah, this like was back in... Into thinking-
1: I This was back way back in the day so maybe technology has improved but I, I wonder, doubt it.
0: If, you know I wonder if men feel this way if they just like know they had like unprotected sex and like do they have the crippling anxiety that maybe like six months down the line you know like maybe that one hookup led to a baby. I did. Have some a, men
1: do I think some men do.
0: Yeah I had one dude like add me on Facebook like months 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 after we have hooked up and I, I was like do you think he's adding me on Facebook to see if I have a baby
1: no he's maybe he you just came back on his uh we call it the hamster wheel you know like <laughs> you put cycle? something yeah you put something on the hamster wheel and sometimes it just comes back around in your mind a comedian told me that
0: I guess with this one with the fear of of doctors also goes with my fear of anti-vaxxers some of these people are fucking nuts bro
1: yeah so I'm a pretty like logical person right And I have never seen a piece of anti-vax content that made any sense. You know, like the one that I saw yesterday was like, "Oh, two hundred people that have vaxxed have died of COVID, so like the vaccine like doesn't even work." I'm like, "Yeah, but seven hundred thousand people have died with COVID overall. So you're more afraid of the vaccine than dying of COVID." That seems we're missing some info. That doesn't make sense to me
0: who is telling me this it was something super fucking irrational that like I was like uh where are you getting your sources from because I'm just a little confused of where you're getting your information personally I can tell you exactly where I get my information can you do that was it an Instagram post did it have the word patriot or <laughs> conservative on it? Because if it
1: it doesn't count <laughs> because part of me is like okay i get like brown people's reluctance to the vaccine mm-hmm. to be honest like
0: I yeah i get, get it. it
1: but white people i'm like when have they ever tried to like mass kill you guys like who's ever done you so dirty that you like actually believe in these conspiracies like i don't know if i'm fucking missing something about white history but like i don't think they've done you dirty like this. when was your genocide yeah at? like you know
0: <laughs> it's okay there's just one way I try to explain it to people. I was like, okay, you know, I I get your fear about the vaccine. However, most vaccinated people and the most that have the access to it are white people with money. And I don't know, like history has shown that like if you're trying to test something out that might potentially kill you, you will do that with the brown people. However, the brown people are actually the ones not getting vaccinated first. So if you really think about it, they're not coming for you.
1: <laughs> you know, this is really interesting because, like, I personally used to love a good conspiracy. Until I accidentally ended up on flat earth YouTube.
0: Oh, no.
1: They don't do that anymore. But, like, I was just watching, like, a JFK conspiracy. Ones that aren't that crazy. You know, like, that the government has, like, been assassinating people in power. That one makes sense to me. That's actually pretty much proven. But then, like, the next video, YouTube was like, oh, you might like this flat earth video. And I literally thought it was a fucking joke. I was like, "We, there's people out here who believe in flat Earth." And then it's like, once you believe in one, then all the rest seem to make more sense. Cause it's like, what are they really lying to us about? So we've like, unfortunately, like created a really disgusting dynamic in this country that, um, like, who's to blame, really?
0: This goes along with, like, my fears. But it's, like, now that I'm meeting new people, so like, some of them, you know, have become, like, like you You start getting to know them and they're cool and they seem normal. Some of them are, like, anti-vaxxers. Some of them end up being Trump supporters. And then I'm just, like, scared because I feel like I've been catfished, okay? You've been cool. You've been nice. You seem like you stand me. But, Loki, you're trying to deport me. <laughs> I don't think that's just cool. Also, it's... It's hard to bring up some topics when you first meet people. Like, hey, just like disclaimer, like if you do this and this and this, and blah, 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 blah. like actually, like I don't fuck with you like that. So that's been yeah. kind a of bigger fear of mine. Also, I don't know how people like dating people and stuff when you're like bringing things up. I saw this one TikToker that's actually really funny. That's like, like when you go on a date with somebody and you just start hinting about things. Yeah. So you know their opinions. Yeah, that's hard.
1: So one time, like this dude that now has proven to be a piece of shit like at the time I wasn't so sure but like now looking back I was like um yeah when I brought up that like I believe poor people should have like rights and he was like hmm interesting like maybe that should have been like a red flag that he didn't agree like I feel like I said I was really open with my beliefs so I thought like he was on board or whatever but then I was like looking back I was like oh like I think he was just trying to fuck me. I didn't really care about my political beliefs. So he just let it slide, which is sneaky.
0: It is is sneaky. I don't know if that's better or worse than someone that tells you like they don't care, you know? Like, if it doesn't affect them, they don't really care about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the worst, because it's like it's like that saying, like, if you choose to be neutral on a specific topic that deals with, like, a, a human fucking right, you're automatically choosing the side of oppression. Literally. And I, I really do believe that. I do, so too. For, for me, it's scary to have... I just, I obviously don't think, like, people have agendas versus, based on their political views. I mean, some people do. It's just more, I, like, opening up to someone,
1: and then you realize, like, oh, shit, like.
0: You ee- don't believe, like, trans people should have health care. Like, I have to go. Like, I have to go. I
1: mean, I think that we're two people that are, like, strong in our convictions. And there's some people who, like, don't really care. But I'm like, Don't bro, have convictions. <laughs> I just feel like like there's so many people in this world that like if you re- like if it's a core belief of yours that someone doesn't share like just find someone that shares that belief like you know what the f- you know like duh I think another thing that we wanted to talk about that's really scary is like the institution of policing which is I, a hot topic right now.
0: I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about this because I got a job offer to be like like teaching like children design mm-hmm. and working in like a school system and like I've been thinking a lot of like the school to prison pipeline. <laughs> just thoughts. Oh <laughs> yeah And I don't know like I feel like as, as even like as teachers or like any place you have in society you have like a lot of responsibility and impact on like how people grow up and mostly because like in New York there's a lot of fucking brown people. So that's something that I've been thinking a lot about but I personally have had bad experiences with police. Uh, I don't fuck with police <laughs> like that. I don't have any beef specifically towards, like, personal individuals, you know, like, personally, like, oh, I think he's a bad person because he's a cop. I think my fear goes into more of, as a system as a whole, is just, like, a very faulty system that gives a lot of room for abuse of power.
1: I actually have had, like, a funny story recently. Seattle PD is in shambles right now okay if you haven't heard like 40 percent of police officers don't want to get vaccinated and because of covid like they have to like it's not really a choice so my boyfriend's car got broken into and the man like was like actively stealing from him inside of a store and we called the police and they were like maybe we'll get someone out there maybe we won't (laughs) (laughs) deal with it yourself and so then we talked to someone else and they're like, okay, no, like, yeah, we'll send someone out. We sat there for like two hours, right? We leave because we're like, okay, so these cops are not showing up. The cops, I'm not exaggerating, called him 10 hours later like, hey, are you still there? And like, we were like, no, you thought we s- sat here for 10 hours waiting for-, for police officers? Like, no, we're back home. We're chilling. Like, we're already solving the problem. And I'm and they were like, oh, are you going to come by to take a police report? And he's like, that's all online now. Oh. <laughs> and so like when people are like, who's going to protect you? It's like, well, the police aren't protecting us now. So <laughs> I think we're all kind of fucked anyways. So I just thought that was pretty funny.
0: I will say this. It, I think policing also, I mean, looks different based on the color of your skin. But in Seattle and in Pullman, like people are way more up in your business because they've got like they've got shit to do but they don't got that much shit to do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like in New York like you, you can get away with a lot more stuff just because they're, like, they're not worried about you in <laughs> <laughs> the same level like in fucking Pullman people are getting harassed and out here fucking beaten up because they're drunk on the street or have like literally the dumbest fucking shit. I, like, I remember like being
1: underage in Seattle and being like drinking and like having the cops always show up and it's like do you guys not have anything better to do like truly? No, they
0: literally don't. To bust
1: some underage drinkers like we're not even spreading havoc we're just like drinking
0: there's one keg here like how much damage can we make there's one keg and there's like a hundred kids
1: literally that's so (laughs) funny now thinking about it okay so we kind of talked about schools and i would say something that i think is spooky is that how little like practical skills they teach you in school especially high school and middle school. I know that things are changing, but like, I feel like the fact that I didn't even have a conversation about like what a healthy relationship looks like, emotional regulation, taxes, like I didn't credit. have
0: it.
1: Yeah, credit. I didn't have any teachers stand up for me if there was like something like super like sexist happening in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like we don't teach children practical skills. So if you don't end up going to college, it's like, oh, what did you really learn that's going to help you in your life?
0: nothing
1: like maybe I could have taken one <laughs> less calculus class and taken a fucking credit tax financial literacy class you know that would have been
0: really helpful that would have been really helpful yeah I don't know I don't know who sets that up I don't know their <laughs> ideals also I found in college that some of the shit you learn in high school is wrong <laughs> <laughs> they were like no this is not how you do it this is how you do it and I was like well you know Mr. Whatever seemed pretty confident in his skills back then that's uh, so funny they bullshit us for a Year I fucking guess
1: that's so funny.
0: I mean, I, yeah, because teachers could low key push their own agenda. Like I've had cool teachers that push their agenda of like activism. Those were cool, but I also had some teachers that I was like, "You have tenured, yeah, like, I know you have tenured, and that's why you're getting away with saying like low key fucked up shit."
1: Bro, I had like some problematic teachers that like, like obviously, like you don't realize until you tell a story, like an offhand story, and people are like wait that happened to you that's fucking weird and then you're like oh yeah that is kind <laughs> of weird that happened to me in school it's like oh yeah I wish I would have just like they would have taught more things that like people really need when they grow up especially things that like people assume your parents teach you things but like what if your p- fucking parents don't even fucking know to teach you what do you mean not everybody's parents are super financially literate or not everybody's parents are teaching them correct emotional regulation at home so you're sending people like people have to go to school so it makes the most sense to teach people things that like we want to push for the next generation i think it's really spooky when people have like parasocial relationships and if you don't know what that is that just means like you have a relationship through social media so you feel like you know somebody but you actually don't and then they'll like come to bat for that person. Oh my god. Bill Cosby would never do that. It's like when when did you meet Bill Cosby? I don't know him. You don't fucking yeah. know him.
0: The, I, I mean that happens a lot. That happens a lot with like influencers influencers and stuff like that. But yeah, I I can't even relate. Like I sometimes I'm I don't really like influencer culture. I don't I feel a very like a disconnect like if I don't actually know you in person unless like you stand for something like I stand for. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about you like that. I would have to agree. Who has the time who has the
1: time also it's just like they're doing it because they're making money so it's like very much a, a relatable ad so i don't feel any type of way about it and like i have like favorite youtubers or whatever but like anytime they do something problematic i'm like okay yeah cool they did that. They should probably like not do that and learn and grow. And if they don't, I shouldn't consume their content, but I'm never like, Oh my God, no, I'm not, I don't think they did it. I don't think they said something problematic. No, they probably did.
0: They probably did. <laughs> yeah.
1: Knowing human beings, they probably did do that.
0: Yeah, one of the biggest thing fears for me that I think I've always had is like the fear of running out of time. Like, why do I need to accomplish every single goal I have in my life by next year? You know, like that makes no sense. <laughs> but I, I was reading The Power of Now, this book that um I think our friend Greta actually recommended on this podcast. Would I recommend it? Sure. I believe that that book is it has good teachings and tactics as a person of color that critically lives and thinks in this world i think it's hard to like do every practice because it's a lot of like decide not to care decide that it's not a big deal and i'm like "Ah, i don't know about that yeah
1: Um (laughs) give in to the squat like status quo
0: no thanks (laughs) but it it did talk about like time in relation to like time as an illusion and the death of the ego and that's Mm -hmm. why like we're so like caught up in always trying to like fucking to live in the in the future and in the past rather than like live in the present so that has been something like i guess it with spooky season there's also how do we handle our fears and with that one i've been trying to like live more in the present just because sometimes i really do feel like i'm going i'm running out of time i don't know exactly like where the finish line is i'm not that afraid of death That's not one of my fears But I guess it's like Not accomplishing the things That I want to do In the time that's like Societally okay Or like when other people I know a lot of other people Right now are like I think we're at the stage Of our careers Even though like College wasn't that far off Where people are like move, Starting to move up You know what I mean? Yeah So it's like When you're basing I guess like your success And where you're in life With like the people That you grew up with And when they and where they are at Uh, Sometimes I can get spooky
1: You know I'm 27 and we know that Saturn is going to be in retrograde pretty soon for my for cancer. And so I'm going to have some pretty big years coming up. But approaching 30, once you realize that 30 is still young, I feel like sometimes, because of like a lot of things, because of like Hollywood and like how life is set up, you feel like, OK, I checked all the marks of the things that I had to do to be where I am now. And now what? And like for me, I'm kind of like... 30 is young like I'll be okay when I'm 30 like 30 that's like only a third way through your life like you know best case scenario but yeah so it's just like no you just have to kind of let go because you can just like get caught up in like comparing yourself to people you know sometimes I catch myself comparing myself to people I don't know and it's like I don't even know what's going on behind the scenes and like and I guess it is like people that I know but like I don't know anymore so it's like yeah. when you're comparing yourself to someone it's like you don't know what the fuck's going on behind the scenes so I've been really like I'm probably my biggest critic like I try not to beat up on myself but like if I make a mistake I'm like fuck like no the like the whole world is gonna end or whatever and so yeah you kind of have to like let go of that if you're gonna keep sane once you get closer to 30.
0: I'm not afraid of like not having a family I think I'm more afraid of the people that are starting to have families.
1: Oh yeah. But you're so young. (laughs) I think the same thing. I was actually thinking about it. I was writing a joke about that. But I mean, I still feel like 28 is really young, but people are really, like, having kids. And I feel like by the time, like, they're on their first divorce, I'll be on my first marriage. I'm going to be better off, right?
0: I'll be smiling, sending my condolences from another country. Right? Traveling. Like, Carefree. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not
1: trying to be a hater, but I'm just saying, like, we're still pretty young to make a forever yeah, commitment. Like,
0: that's a whole ass kid, bro. Like Sometimes I see people with, like, no no hate. You choose what you want to do with your life. If you have kids, <laughs> that's cool. Honestly, amazing. Uh, Salute you. But that's a whole ass human being. Yeah that you grew in your body. I don't know if there is there a fear for growing things inside of your body? I think oh, I yeah.
1: It. I I literally don't think like I don't think I want to be pregnant. I think it sounds like the fucking alien. Like you're just having something pop out of your vagina that grew inside of you for eight months. That sound that's spooky as fuck to me. It sounds so strange. And like people are like, no, like da. And I, I honestly like I mean, this in a real, real way. I think like it's like literally built in some people's brains because like I have a friend that's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be pregnant like it's gonna be so beautiful you'd make such a pretty pregnant lady like you'd look so good pregnant and I'm literally like you're fucking lying. I
0: know every place <laughs> my body's going to swallow up. I'm going to look like a fucking blowfish. I feel like
1: I'm just going to be uncomfortable because what if, like, you can have all different types of size of babies, right? Like, this this baby could be 6 pounds. This baby could be 14 pounds. Like, I can't carry. And then you have, like, all the uterus stuff that's all up in there that is extra weight. Like, I could end up gaining, like, 30 pounds. I don't know if that's, yeah, 30 pounds. Let's say that. That's a lot on my frame, you know? Like, I just don't think it would be comfy. Like, how can you relax?
0: A woman I work with uh, was talking to us about when she got the vaccine. And she was like, it felt like I was pregnant all over again. And I remember how I felt when I got the vaccine. And I was like, no. Like, (laughs) no. No, girl. No. Ew. (laughs) That's how you felt for nine
1: months? Bro, that's a really long time.
0: That's almost a year. Science, Science needs to get better. Can't be growing kids inside of our bodies anymore.
1: We need to get on some next level shit.
0: I'll take one for the team and not have kids. You are all welcome.
1: <laughs> okay, the one thing that I think is so spooky and weird is when regular, like working class people defend the rich and their interests like to the death because they think that they're one day gonna be Jeff Bezos. And it's like <laughs> Babes, do you have parents that can loan you, like, a million dollars?
0: Elon is not taking you to Mars, babe.
1: Babes. (laughs) You didn't make the list. It's not (laughs) happening. And I feel like I... It's just one of those things where I just think it's funny because it's, like, all the self-made billionaires were not self-made. Like, they had huge loans. Like, if you have a loan of a million dollars, like, uh, what? It's a lot easier to turn one billion dollars to five billion dollars or one million dollars to a billion dollars than it is to turn a dollar to a thousand, you know?
0: Yeah, obviously. And like, you know, that's why Grimes secured the bag. (laughs) She
1: wanted to go to Mars. By 35. I actually have a really weird thing because I just think she's like probably one of the most like fascinating people to listen to interviews with because the shit she says is so fucking nuts. It's literally spooky. Like the most recent thing I heard is that her kid doesn't call her mom. She calls her her, her, her name's Claire. So she's like, yeah, baby X calls me Claire because I think he knows I have a, uh, I feel icky about the the term mother. And I was like, icky. <laughs> I <laughs> was like, okay, girl, like, I, I guess no shade. Like, that's your life. And the other thing I know about Grimes that I learned against my will was she got severely malnourished because she only ate spaghetti for three years straight. Like, literally only ate spaghetti. But I think she's low-key problematic, <laughs> but like, <laughs>
0: what have I?
1: I think she's low key (laughs) problematic, but like, you know, who isn't, I guess? (laughs) All right, everyone.
0: At your sources where the fuck did you learn that she only ate spaghetti in
1: an interview I actually know it it was one of those days was like what what I eat in a day
0: spaghetti and she
1: was like I used to I actually got malnourished because I had a severe malnourishment because I only ate spaghetti for three years and my doctor was like you have to start eating other food or you're gonna die
0: she must have been really backed <laughs> up for three years <laughs> like, that's just not good for you <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> Great, we talked everybody. too much about Grimes but she's you know she's a Spooky queen too. So maybe she'll enjoy it because um, she's, she's a friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. So I have a mainstream plug of the week, but I don't think everyone is going to hear about it. So here it is. If you have Apple TV, you can watch the foundation. And the reason I really like it is that it's sci-fi with probably one of the most diverse casts I've ever seen. Obviously, I'm not huge into sci-fi, so don't quote me on that, but it has a super diverse cast, so supporting a lot of POC actors and actresses is always great, and I also think it was a really good representation, as in they're allowed to exist without race being a part of their character. They're just allowed to be an actor or actress, and I just love when I get to see that in Hollywood. So it's called The Foundation, Apple TV. It's like Game of Thrones in space. It is very, very cool. So that's my plug of the week.
0: Okay, my plug of the week goes to Jules NYC is J-U dot underscore s _ n y c or julesnyc.com. And it's intentional yet fashionable jewelry. I caught them at a flea market in the Bronx and I really like their stuff. So you should go check it out. Get yourself, you know, there's like really popular like tarot, like gold, like necklaces and like other really cute accessories to gain to your collection so check them out well as always please subscribe please go follow our instagram at thanks number four your concern and then our personal instagrams are i'm at lol tutor and i'm at berenice diaz all right everybody Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao